why not uh, firearms training? Man, it's just firearms training is, is key. You know, guns are an effort. If you are required to fill out that 10-day form of your background check, you should also be required to attend a class or a course so you can obtain that firearm and take that firearm home. But we're going to follow these rules. My shout-out team this week is to Jason. Jason. My shout-out to Adam. Like I said to Jason, I used to kind of this story is kind of awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Adam has a beard. It's sponsored by Trail Boards and BoboSoul.com. I'm all about it, bro. Yeah, we all know what's up, right? We all, we, we all want, we all want change. We've been reacting rather than responding. Can you say this? We can't say that. Can you just? Whoa! You better slow down. We're not going to stand for that. It's a frustrating endless circle. Because you hold a lot of fear around speaking our truth. Everybody, everybody should know that they can find The Refined Man at the Club or on Instagram at The Refined Man Barbershop. Never get it wrong, man. Never get it wrong. This is the law that you chose to uphold. You need to uphold this law. Um, I really want to get, I really want to talk about that. Yes, that guy's, you know, yeah. James Nasworth. All right, we're recording. Yeah, see, I love that. I love hearing that. You know what I mean? But I did a lot of soul searching this uh, this past couple of things. You know, these past couple of days, and we had conversations left and right. You know, about all sorts of things, and you think we, you name it, we talked about it, right? Yeah. But I think that the the episode that struck me the most was the whole toxic masculinity with Melissa and how sometimes you just got to accept that things you said something about uh when something starts it always there's an always there's always an ending or something everything like that, that begins ends yeah there you go thank you sir no problem. and so it it made me think that well shit man the, what if i want to start something new you know what if i want to begin something new what if i want to write something new you know yeah. and i started realizing well dude i'm already doing that I'm already, I've already got that energy. I've already got that, that life going right now where I'm just like, okay, well, I'm going to eat, sleep, and eat, eat, sleep, shit, work, and then repeat. And then, right. and then on the days off, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, bro. We're going to record a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so I get, I get stoked, dude. There's, there's like a fire that gets lit right under my ass. And it's just like, fuck, let's do this. Hell yeah. yeah. Every day we create, every day we create something new with the ideas and the content that we're sharing. And yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. It's so cool that it all leads up to like this moment. Yeah, exactly, dude. Everything kind of, you know, just kind of, I look at it, you know, I walked out to my garage and I'm looking at my, my speakers and my, my amp and my, my everything, my guitars, my pedals. I got everything set up in my garage where I'm just like, all I got to do is plug it in, turn that motherfucker on and light it Lame. on fire. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, that's my, okay, so now that's become my, my release, right? Like going to, we'll talk about shit. And yeah, it. it works out, dude. Yeah. Hey, you how's know. your, uh, how's your week? My week's been really good. My week's been really good. Yeah. It had some bumps in the road, but I found my center and communicated wisely and seems like everything worked out with almost everyone. That's, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. I think that, you know, I really want to focus on something funny. You said communicating, communication. I think focusing on communication today would be a, a plus and a strong side. Especially in this day and age, right? Oh, 100%. People, like, people can misconstrue a message or a text or a conversation or anything 
into something negative if they're in a bad headspace. It, yeah, I can only say what I'm saying, but I can't decide how you decide to hear it. Agreed. Yeah. I think that's the big thing. That's, and it's important that we as people now with the day and age where we're not going to see facial you know, uh, reaction when we speak to each other, like mm-hmm. we used to, you remember, you remember when, do you remember back in the day? No, this may be dating myself a little bit, but do you remember back in the day when we used to sit face to face and talk? Oh yeah. Remember that? I remember that. Yeah. And now it's all, I did it. I did it in the bowling alley, by the way, usually on acid and most of the time <laughs> always playing pinball, you know, driving games, you, it, man. Are you sure it was pinball or was that? Pocket pool. I'm old pinball. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just asking for asking for a friend. But I do know what you mean. Over text, people say that I sound a little more uh, strict than I am in person, and I'm constantly telling them I'm not that person that you keep thinking I am on text. We talk, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, dude, you you know me, bro. I mean, you know my you know my responses. You know, you know, that bro, sis, doesn't matter. You know, you know. My response is, you know how I am. I'm not going to change. Exactly. But then I realized, speaking of change in communication, and I don't know who said this or who touched on this, or maybe I read this somewhere, but everybody gets a different version of that person. And it might have been you that said that. I don't right? think so, but I don't think so. I think the idea is try to stay as genuine as possible. Right. But everybody gets a different version of Adam. Mm. For whatever reason, right? Mm, so, depending on the glasses they're wearing, the perspective that they're seeing him through, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like you get the atom that when all we're off air, you get the same atom. Mm-hmm. You don't get a you don't get a filtered down, uh, unapologetic, an asshole. You get hey, right? Hey, I'm Adam. I got the fucking beard. <laughs> we're just gonna, <laughs> we're gonna sit here. We're gonna have a good time, and then, right. and then off air, you know, when we text, uh, it's always the same. I'm always, always catch myself laughing, you know, right. like, not like, <laughs> but more like, yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but then everybody else gets a different Adam. You know what I mean? It's like I, I know that you always got to be careful with my mom because you, you know, don't want to offend her, don't want to hurt her feelings, or that's true. You know, or, you know, go to work and I'm just like, fuck, come on. Everybody just fucking, everybody love everybody, you sons of bitches. That's right. Jackie Moon. Jackie Moon. Shout out Jackie Moon. And that shout, shout out. out is sponsored by BohoSoul.com. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, and it's just <laughs> the communication, man. You got to learn to, you know, people got to learn, not necessarily you. I mean, people just got to learn, hey, you know what? Maybe I was in a different headspace and we talked and I got a bad message or I got whatever. Mm-hmm. and i and a bad feeling you know what i mean and then portrayed that bad feeling and exploded and you got a bad version of that 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 answer you know what i mean yeah it's such a communication is such a fickle and fine thing i think people are looking these days i think people are looking for the answer they want and no matter what you say they're going to twist it in, oh. their, in their head you know because here's what i think is that like it's based a lot on experience. If I know somebody that's only known, known asshole men, and then I come up and I'm nice, well, that's how asshole men always start too. You know, I yep. I told somebody, creepy guys and nice guys say the same thing right up until that final action. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. 
but it, it's yeah. learning to figure that shit out. And I don't, I don't know. I just don't yeah. take, I don't take anybody seriously until they're punching me in the face. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, I don't know. I had a boss that used to yell at me at work and he, you know, he would just yell at me, but he told me what to do. And it taught me that it isn't how somebody says something, it's the words they use. And a lot of time people have to be pushed to that point of anger, to be honest, you know? And so I take anger, I take it, I don't take it the same way as everybody else. I'm finally getting the true you when you're mad and you're yep. finally telling me what I need to hear, you know? Yep, yep. And why wait to that point? Why wait to, to you're like raging, pissed off, angry, mad, and you got to hear that, that honest God truth, that's you know? Right. That's right. What are that's you going to do? Ridiculous. Yeah. What are you going to do? I mean, shots fired. Guess what? Uh, I guess my vest is taking those shots and, and I'm going to return fire. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. My problem is, is that I have this three strike rule where if somebody messes with me once and I forgive them. They mess with me too, and I get worried because if there's a third, then I just tend to just drop out. I don't get yeah. mad. I just say, well, this person isn't for me right now. You know, they'll come back in my orbit. I'll check in on them in a year or two, see how they're doing. You know? Yeah. But some people are just, it's not that they're, yeah, maybe it's they're toxic. Maybe they're just not meant for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I believe everybody comes into your life for a reason, you know, good or bad, or you need to learn a lesson, or you need to learn something, or they need to learn something, and they use you for that lesson, you know? Yeah. And, you know, good riddance. If you want to leave and that that friendship don't last, guess what? Okay, well. It, but that's the thing. It lasts. It's just, it's like, um, if you can imagine, like, sometimes Mars and jupiter and earth they're all in line right but other times mars is like so far away from earth that we can't even see it but then yeah. it comes back you know what i yeah. mean and it comes back changed it's because it's definitely been, it's been a year and so i think when people come back in your life that's to check in on them if they're the same person let them go <laughs> <You know? laughs> but, but if they add value to your life because they take that time to learn life lessons and they can come back and realize that they treated you a certain way because somebody else treated them that way at, at another point. Yeah. So I think, yeah, you got to stay open to people, but I just don't think you should stay open to people that hurt you, you know, yeah. if they have the ability to hurt you, then they always will have the ability to hurt you. Yeah. And I think that they, they, they should all, if you come back after a year and you're not changed, you did mm -hmm. something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it's just such a, it's a toxic thing, man. I mean, I found friends that, you know, I just being reunited with people that I thought I was friends with and it didn't turn out so well, you know, mm -hmm. <clears throat> excuse me. I, uh, I found out that they're the same toxic assholes that stayed in the same spot where I left them, you know? Yeah. But isn't it and, nice to look back and go, man, if I come so far, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and that, and I went, and I went a whole year thinking that I was the asshole. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it was just, it was a rough deal, but it, it made me think. You know, hey, I'm okay. I changed. Yeah. I, I made some healing progress. I did some good. You know, right. And when you realize everything begins and everything ends, you realize that 
that end doesn't matter as much. It was just one of thousands that are going to happen, you know? One of thousands, I mean, exactly. People say that it's, it's a depressing thing that, that I'm saying, that everything ends. But the truth is, depression ends too. Grief ends too. You know, you, you turn it into something else. It, energy is constantly there. It's just what form is it in, I guess, you know? And yeah. so, yeah, use that as a positive. That's all I say. Yeah, and I, I don't think it's a bad thing at all. Mm-mm. It's a good thing when things end. I mean, you, you stub know? your toe, you're like, damn, that hurts. But it's nice to know it'll end at some point, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good times, man. You know, communication, man. It's that, that, I know we talked about it. We were talking about, you know, what are we going to talk about or whatever, this and that. And uh, communication, you, you brought it up and, and I started thinking about it and I started, and you know, when you, you get something, you know, an idea in the back of your head and it's floating around back there and you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's back there. Right. But then I started realizing it. It's like, man, how am I going to use this at work? How am I using this in real life? I'm in regular life. I'm using it with doctors, with lawyers, with whatever. And, and communication tone is everything. Mm. I took a conversation that went was already toxic in the beginning <laughs> because of the, you know, because it, it, just the whole bullshit with healing and doctors, you know? Sure. And one doctor was very intent on, you're going to take medicine. You're going to do exactly what I tell you. Mm. And my stance is no one, you are not my dad. You're not going to tell me how to change my health with the bullshit medicine. That doesn't work. I can't do medicine. I, 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 I'm just a, I'm not an anti-vaxxer by no means. Let's, let's, let's get that out on the board. Uh, I'm saying I can't do weird medicine that impairs. Mm-hmm. I get it. And, yeah. And so, and the part of the re- and, and part of that is because, well, one, my CDL, right? And so two, I just, I don't like that feeling. I've never liked that feeling. Mm-mm. Before when I was injured, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to smoke a bunch of weed. And I'm just going to be relaxed yeah. and I'm going to be okay. And I'm going to heal. And that's exactly what happened. You get some sativa, knocks you out. You wake up, you get high, you eat, you fall asleep, you get high. Yep. yep. That's what nice that's meant for too. You know, I always oh, say it's... that like weed is a vacation for poor people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause we can't <laughs> afford to go somewhere. Yeah. I know what you're saying. And there's those, should you blindly file, follow a doctor? Because there's doctors like that. You know? Yeah, all of them are like that. And, and I've come across them, every single one of them during this whole healing process. Mm-hmm. At one point or another, they're always trying to tell you what to do. Right. And it's up to you how you want your health. Do you want that Band-Aid fix or you want the long-term fix? Right. And I found one doctor that is absolutely 100% fantastic. You know, shout out Dr. Katie. Shout Dr. out Katie. Dr. Katie. Dude, she is one dope chiropractor. She is such such an amazing person. And I tell her what I want to do with my health, and she's like, sounds good. Hey, since you're not doing that, try this. And so I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I'll try hyperbaric, or I'll try, you mm-hmm. know, just in conversation, hyperbaric or cryotherapy. And I tell her all the things I do, and she's like, she goes, I haven't heard any mention of medicine. <laughs> and I'm like, you're welcome. Right. <laughs> I don't want medicine. I don't want medicine. I mean, if I'm going to, if there's something wrong and I have to take medicine, if it's like, you know, obviously something deeper than injuries, you know, I'll I'll take it. But if it's not, man, I'm not going to do that. You know, I agree. I totally agree. 
Yeah, so. But yeah, that toxic doctor, let me tell you, she was so adamant. You got to take this medication. You're going to take this medication. Yeah, you know what? Let's, let me reassess. When your attitude leaves, I'll, I'll come back and talk with you. And I talked to everybody else and they're like, oh yeah, you know, it sounds like a little pushy. Let's get to the bottom of that. And we figured it out and it was, you know, I'm not paying for no golf club membership. I'm not yeah. going to do that. Right. You know? Well, I had a doctor and we had this conversation for about an hour about what I wanted and how I wanted to go about it, that I wanted, I wanted to improve my health through nutrition and exercise and good routines yep. like that and education and not medicine. And so, but then after that point, she was pretty tough on me when I wandered away from that. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And I, I respected that, you know, if I didn't get my blood work on time, she was calling. She personally was calling me to say, you need to come in and get this done today or I'm not seeing you anymore. You know, Oops. things like that. And yeah. she, she actually got me, she got me healthier, you know, but the, the problem with it was the medications we don't pay attention to the cost of our medications because insurance pays for it. Right. Yeah. But like, like Medicare, my Medicare pays $3,000 a year. Right. And so in February, my medications were $2,000. Well then, you know, here comes February and I'm over my cap. Right. And I'm paying full price and I couldn't figure it out. So I came to this doctor and it's something I think everybody should really do no matter no matter what medications they're on, they should go to their doctor and say, I want a more cost-effective medication. You know what I mean? Cause it's going mm -hmm. against a balance and yeah. I just, and it made a big difference. It dropped. I got, I think my medications are $400 a year now, you know oh, what I wow. mean? Which yeah. leaves me open to actually go get more medical help. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Better treatment for you. Now, instead of these pills. Right. Right. I mean, they give you medications and then you have enough time for a yearly visit and then yeah. you're capped out, right? You got to yeah. get that stuff down. I mean, Joe Namath is on the TV saying you can get rides, you can get specialty foods, you can get in-home care. That all goes against $3,000. You know what I mean? And they're not telling people that, that it's going to put you in a hole so fast that you're going to be paying full price until November yep. when you hit yep. the other end of it. Mm -hmm. And I mean, more and more people are going on Medicaid and Medicare because I don't know if anybody knows this, but for the 16th week in a row, congratulations, America, over a million people have filed for unemployment. 16 Jeez. weeks in a row, a million people. Isn't that yeah. crazy? Insane. That's crazy. I can't believe that. Oh, well, I mean, but the unemployment, federal unemployment help is running out this month so we're all happy <laughs> <laughs> yeah how insane is that you know i mean right. we're now in week two furlough yeah which is the beginning so basically my work week is you know sunday through wednesday and my beginning is sunday and i have to work for two hours two hours and i have to be off for eight unpaid and so at the end of the week we claim unemployment all of us, right? You know, some and some of us are, you know, uh, they got uh, fraud claims or whatever. People were opening, and when that whole insurgence of uh, of you know fraudulent claims were opened up, and half of us at work were were affected by that. Wow! And really? uh, yeah, it was insane. And so now, 
we're all we're all filing now. I guess we're, some of us are okay now and back back on schedule, back on track. And and it's so weird, you know. We have to be available for two hours in case something happens. But then, okay, well, you're off. You have to be off on furlough. Mm. Okay, that sucks. That means we have to file for unemployment because we don't get our full forty hours a week. Right. You know, overtime projects are now shut down. I mean, everybody, I, everybody I've talked to is like, well. I'm doing side work now. I'm like, damn. How are you? I mean, are you filing for unemployment? Well, no, I make too much on side works to do to, to do that. So oh, cool. mm. whatever. Some people can, some people can't, you know. Yeah, who's paying Bro. for the side work? You know what I mean? Yeah. Those guys that can, they can do it. Right on. Mm-hmm. Good job. I agree. But luckily the refined man barbershop's doing good, right? <laughs> I should be in there sometime this week. <laughs> You're not gonna win. You were ready to go when I pulled you in here. <laughs> I'm always, you know, I, uh, I was just chilling, man. I was just like, you know, when you wake up from sleep and you're just like, <laughs> is this real life or is it fantasy? Yeah, I kind of just, I kind of just stare at the TV for a while, going, I can't even function yet. Yeah, I, I wake up even... slower and slower the older I get. Yeah. <laughs> I find that, you know, I find that to be accurate because I, I find myself sleeping a little bit longer. It used to be like, you know, I wake up, I go to sleep at like six o'clock or no, seven o'clock or so, be asleep by then. And I'll wake up at noon. I'm like, oh, okay. I got decent sleep, I guess. Right? <laughs> yeah, you can't, wow. you just can't sleep, you know, during the day. You really can't because then, you know. In the back of my mind, I'm always thinking, shit, there's like 1,700 different things I could be doing right now. Ah, eh, fuck it. Sleep's overrated. <laughs> Figure it out later. <laughs> hmm. Oh, man. A lot of crazy shit happening in, in, uh, in Washington, I'll tell you that much. Yeah? Oh, crazy. Like well, one of the, the longest-running fairs in, yes. our, in our state is being... Shut down, canceled, mm-hmm. not having the Washington State Fair, the Puyallup Fair, as the locals know it. It's, it's insane. That thing has been running since, shit, I don't even know how long. It's been, as long as I've been alive, I've always known about the Puyallup Fair. Right. Two things, two things about this. One, I could give a shit less. <laughs> I really could give a shit less about the Puyallup Fair because I've never liked the Puyallup Fair because of the, it just, you get in there and you're bumping elbows with assholes who get pissed off and they're like, oh man, you hit me, you touched me, you dropped my corn dog. You know what? You keep your meat Twinkie, buddy, because I didn't do it on purpose. Look around me. There's 500 other assholes right here in a two inch proximity. No, that's not on purpose. But the other side of number two, point number two is I find it rough because a lot of good people go to these things. You know what I mean? A lot of good people are vendors at those things. Yes. A lot of great vendors, the food vendors, the, mm-hmm. you know, just the product vendors, you, you know, state patrol has a, a booth set up there. Yeah. And DOT has a booth set up there. There's, uh, you know, all the good, the good side of the Puyallup mm-hmm. fair. The people, right. the people, the who people who work there, the people who work there are just, you know, such great people, you know, and yeah. damn, you know, and I, I hope that, you know, they, they can figure out a way to, 
to recover from that or something because they usually, you know, that's when you make your money. Yeah. That's when these guys make their money. A big chunk of change for the city of Puyallup. You know, they get people coming in. All the restaurants in the area get a boost in business. All the shops, all the, just the city of Puyallup, which is a beautiful city anyway. Yeah. And nobody's so, getting that boost though. That's the thing. It's like, yeah, I don't know. This, this, this stuff isn't going away and everybody's just, you know. Yeah. It, it's getting real tough, you know. It's getting real tough to ignore. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's like you hear rumors of people getting that money, but who is getting that money? You know, you don't yeah. see them people getting that money. You don't see the the people who need to get it, like the Puyallup Fair, and yeah. not get. Are they getting their money? Are they getting that fundage? Are are these small businesses being helped out? No, I'm not talking Targets and WalMarts because I mean those guys are gajillionaires and they don't they, need they're any. Taking, they're taken care of. I yeah. guess there, there was a fund to pay for pay, pay small businesses if they had under 500 employees. You could go to this fund, but there was an exemption made for um, restaurants and a couple other industries, and then suddenly it was small chains. You know what I mean? And it was like, and then banks took their favorite customers. I mean, this is what's coming out in the news. Is right. that banks pick their favorite customers and fast track them while businesses maybe like the Refined Man or Trail Skate Shop or Boho Soul applied, but since they didn't have an inside friend, they were slow tracked. And then so a second round had to happen and that took care of a lot of businesses, but not enough. And so now they're thinking about a third round and i'm thinking somebody stole the first round could we go back and right. talk about that you know yeah yeah why did these bigger i mean yeah. you, the smaller businesses man i mean they're, they're the glue that holds the the community together not the not yeah. the big ass walmarts and where you get shot at you know targets yeah. you get mugged dude what about happened to like the little mom and pop Little mama pop shops that you can go in there and get yourself a joint, you get yourself a, a Mississippi mud and walk out mm-hmm. ready to party for the week. You know what I mean? Yeah. My my uncle worked at uh Polar, like uh the ATVs. And uh but he did the Minnesota Fair. He did the corn dogs at the Minnesota Fair and that was half of his income for the year. You know what I mean? And yeah. it was that big to him. Yeah. So I can only imagine, you know, Puyallup Fair is, is the biggest, yeah. you know, right. other than the, yeah, the Evergreen State Fair too up in Monroe, but the Puyallup Fair, man, people come from all over the place to go to this because it's just big. And then you have the bandstand behind mm-hmm. in the same facility where yeah. you had live shows. They're cool. Yeah. They're still advertising Carrie Underwood, you know, <laughs> Carrie Underwood Gonzalez, because I'm going to marry her. Yeah, of course. If she's going to be on a stage about three feet higher than me, yeah, I want to be there front row. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll put a ring. I'll put a finger ring on that finger. We'll figure it out. Don't worry about that. Yeah, she's all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's good. I like her. <laughs> <laughs> she's yeah. She's uh, she's good. I like That's kind of cool. I just it, it's cool, but I think. I just, I don't know what's going to happen. Are we all going to have to wear masks all the time? Are we all going to have to like spray disinfectant in front of us as we walk? I don't know. Yeah. Cause they're just scaring us. They're saying that it used to come out in water droplets. Now they're saying it's coming out in an aerosol as we breathe. 
And if you're a smoker and you blow that smoke out, you see, you can see where your smoke goes, right? Yep. And so you know where your breath goes and suddenly that changed. And they say it can linger in the air. I don't know what's going on now. I'm just scared to death. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just hope that it keeps raining like it is right now. And all those water droplets will just hit the ground and wash away. Disappear. Yeah. I got nervous because this is Florida and it's like yeah. 110% humidity. And I was oh, like, God. I wonder if co- Corona could just like stick on the humidity. If that's why it's so, it's so worse in Florida is because it's riding on the humidity where you guys don't have the water droplets every like, I mean, you can, you can feel the water in your hand. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on a regular basis. You know? yeah. I wonder if it's just full of Corona. You know what I mean? Yeah. You never know. And my other that. thought was if this was tested on animals, how come it's not affecting our dogs and our cats and the birds and the squirrels, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? It's it's a weird like I like to say it's a weird pandemic. It is weird. Yeah. Very weird. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, well, Blue. yeah, the new norm now is obviously I don't know how it is if it's mandated down there, but we always have to wear that face negligee. Yeah. I do too. Have a mask on. Yep. Everywhere you go. Gotta say, it makes Florida women a lot prettier. Mm. A bag over my head makes everybody look pretty. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> right? Hell yeah. If you go to Kilgore, Texas, you know what's in Kilgore, Texas there, Jason? Yo, mama. No. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> what is in Kilgore, Texas? Tra- no, I know it's in, I'm sorry. What's in Kilgore, Texas? This, the, the, uh, if you notice on my head, I'm wearing a hat. I love that hat. With a T on it. Mm-hmm. Trio board skate shop. And the Boho Soul, just saying. In Texas. The grand state of Texas. Kilgore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I love about Texas? Austin is weird, and I love it. Right. Somebody was walked, just saying that about Austin, that it was almost too cool to live in. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It, it reminded me a lot. When I was down there, we played uh, the South by Southwest Festival down there with a band. Wow. And it was cool. And we played, you know, whatever. We played our shows and, and walked around. And it was like walking through downtown Olympia before, mm-hmm. before the uh, riots and before the bullshit. Before It was just weird. I'm like, wow, man, I'm home damn it thought it was in austin good times though it's a good city love the love the fucking food holy shit yeah yeah dude first time that was the first time i ever had the um, people are gonna shoot me because i don't know how to say this the chick of chick of flick chick chick flick there you go that too thank you we got it here yeah I know that it came in. There was a spot in up north where they uh, they started opposing it because, well, they're they're hardcore Christian. They're anti anti gay. Yes, they are. And they're in, in every every Hobby Lobby parking lot. You'll find a fucking chick chick flick. Yeah. That you'll find that. You know what I mean? And I'm like, well, fuck, I don't want to support those guys if they're fucking assholes. <laughs> but goddamn, the chicken strips are fucking good. <laughs> are they? That's interesting. Yes. I mean, I get the chicken nuggets, and they're like weird and all sized varieties. And but they yeah. got the waffle fries. And hey, why are we promoting Chick Fil A again? Is that a okay. new sponsor? 
No. <laughs> by fucking no means am I ever going to be sponsored by somebody that hardcore Christian. No For thanks. Me. Tell you what, you kiss my ass, Chicka Flick. Chick-fil-A and Hobby Lobby, yeah, they're they're terrible, terrible, terrible businesses. But yeah. when you want a lemonade cream shake, you got to go to Chick-fil-A, you know what I mean? Damn, you know what is really good, though? What's that? We're talking about food again. Mm-hmm. Honeycusp. Honeycusp? What's Honeycusp? Did I tell you about that? I had my chick first chicken and waffles the first time ever in my 105 years on this planet. Wow. Yes, and it was fantastic. It was fantastic. So shout out to the Honeycusp guys. Guess what? Chicken and waffles, the original mm, deep fried chicken and fucking waffles and syrup all over that shit. Right? Dude, oh, I never eaten before. Good. I never ate it before. And everybody I know was like, oh, dude, you've never had it? You've never been to Waffle House? Sir, excuse me? Waffle House is East Coast. I am West Coast. Yeah. I got a Waffle House just down the street. Yeah? People say it's disgusting, but I love it. Yeah, you know what? If we had a Waffle House, I would probably podcast from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just hook me up to the Wi-Fi. Guess what? We're going to fucking do this show real fast. And you know what? Bring me some more chicken and waffles. Thank you. They say that they keep the, uh, the Waffle House super cold to keep the customers moving, you know? Oh, hell no. I'm going with a parka, bro. I'm yeah. from Washington State. Mm-hmm. I, sit, I sit in a, in a cryotherapy chamber that's negative three, 295, you know? <laughs> I sit in a Waffle House to eat for a while, you know? Yeah. Come on. That's so know. cool. God dang, dude. Oh, man. What about uh, Mr. Jarvis? Is he back from his Mount Rainier oh, trip? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just waiting. He's just oh. sitting there playing Call of Duty with his buddy, you know? Oh, yeah. The old Call of Duty. Yeah. Call of Duty, find me on Xbox Live. Yes, I, I play Xbox Live just because I don't know. You know what? I don't care. I don't care. The, the advances in the video games, dude. Holy shit. From, from when we were growing up, we had, we had sticks mm-hmm. and each other. Right. <laughs> and guess what? We were out in the forest running around chasing each other, pretending they were guns. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and we didn't have video game systems growing up. You know, as a kid, we didn't have that shit. You know, we, I, looking back now, and my mom is probably the strongest person I know, 100%. Yeah. We were dirt ass poor and we didn't even know it because we were so happy that we had each other. You know? I agree. Yeah. You know, and it, we didn't even, we didn't even really miss it. And then all of a sudden, of course, we go to school and learning about these different video game systems and shit. And we're like, yeah, we want one of those. And mom's like, uh, I can get you new shoes. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean do you want new shoes for your or do you want this video game and we're like yeah we need new shoes <laughs> yeah well, that's what happened to me too yeah and then finally you know now 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 it's a grown-ass man <laughs> i gotta i gotta say that you know fuck now i got that thing guess what i got my xbox tower and i don't play with a with sean every once in a while john f denver is the gamer tag yes sir john f denver Sunshine on my fucking balls, John Denver. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me think they're talking about professional sports and COVID and how they can't play. Why can't they all just get on a video game? You know, why can't EA Sports put out a video game and they just log in as the player that they are on the video game and just go every Sunday and we can just watch Madden football like it's real <laughs> life, right? Why not? Why not? Why can't we do the PGA the same way? Oh, you yeah. know? Soccer? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. 
Like God, there's there's so many advances in in VR now that you think right. it could possibly be possible to play golf because they do it already. Yeah, you know, wouldn't that be so cool? I mean, we're going and no player would get hurt. No player would get yep. physically hurt. This is a great idea. I think we're onto something. Here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you are. This episode is brought to you by coffee. Fucking a. Coffee. Oh yeah, get some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I feel creepy. Yeah. Okay. You sounded a little creepy there. Yeah, at least a little bit. But I think we got ten new fans. Hell yeah. <laughs> ten new fans. What's going down? You know, this is a show about this show is about uh you know what? It's about whatever the fuck we want, honestly. We don't have limits on stuff, right? And you know what? It's it's always going to be Jason and I, and we're always going to sit and talk about whatever is relevant, whatever's not relevant. You know, we'll bring up food. That's why. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> 10 new fans. If we got 10 new fans, we got 10. Uh, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, bro. Go right. So, you know, today, hey, I want to say today, which will be tomorrow, which will be yesterday to the people listening tomorrow or today that uh denton county collective just put out a new episode with uh mari valverte the the choir activist transgender beautiful person and it's a great episode and i think you guys might have seen it if you if you if you follow public access america on instagram you probably saw the video you know the the list she called the it the list, list. The, no, the no no list yes. right the no no I, list right yeah, I put that, I had to reshare that because I mean, I was just like, it's important. There are things yeah. in there that you're, you know, it's like, you can't really, well, you, it's not, you can't, it's that you should move on from saying is what she, you know, what she was you know, identifying. Right. And right. a lot of those words I find myself saying, oh man, okay. It's not new. It's something it's called human decency. Why not abide by it? So a simple list like that, you know? Yeah. Well, learning ahead of time. I'm never yeah. going to get all, I'm, I'm still going to make mistakes, you know? Yeah. But at, like at the end of the podcast, she told Ryan, her friend, that Jason seemed to catch on as he went, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was really cool, you know? And she's a good person and I hope to have her on. I could yeah, probably me too. send her an invitation, but I don't think she's prepared. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd love to have a conversation with her, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I like, like I, like I tell you, man, all the time, I don't, I don't really want to focus on transgender gay. I don't want to focus on mm-hmm. that. I want to focus on people, dude, because it's I fucking talking. love people. Yeah. It's about talking and having other people there. To yes. You know I mean? So, yes. and it was really cool. Joe Brown and Ryan Maine over at Denton County Collective. They're part of the, they're officially part of the public access American network. Mm-hmm. I went and had, I don't know if you realize this, but when I did, I did these videos where I just called you guys spontaneously to come into a, to come into the room and answer questions. Right. And Mm. if you, if you follow public access America on YouTube, you can see one of those videos spliced together. And I did that for two reasons because I wanted to get content like that for videos and audio, but I also wanted, I wanted everybody to watch the video and realize that they're all on the same page, not even having talked together in an official meeting yet. Everybody wants, I want people to learn. I want people to feel better. It's exciting to have the opportunity to teach people and share. That's what all of you said. And it was just so cool. You know what I mean? 
And yeah, it just it was uh, I I saw that video and I was just goddamn floored. I'm like, wow, we haven't even, I haven't even talked to Joe. I didn't right. talk to you. You know, I hadn't really talked to you about the answers. You know, what right. I mean, I haven't really talked to to Sean about anything either before he did that. And you just like you just laid that on me, and it was like, oh yeah. shit. Dude, and I did that to myself first. That's the thing. I did right. a video where I was like, what do you want to get out of this? And then I answered because right. I wanted it all to be spontaneous. You know, mm-hmm. and Ryan was unavailable and Lexi was unavailable. They're two other members that aren't in the videos, but they'll get there. Lexi's mm. awesome. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're starting to work on shows and she told me to send her all my research because she has time to research. She has a brand new baby boy, Emerus, And so she has time to research and she's really excited. And she's telling her, she's telling her parents, look, I'm going to be doing this show. And you know, they're having debates already about this stuff. And I think <laughs> it's just so cool that, just just like and you do the same thing with your friends and you said your friends do the same thing with you they're talking to you on a different level because they're they hear you more you know what i mean and they're bringing this stuff and my friends are doing the same thing they're like i'm talking to my friend sherry and she's like after like an hour she's like this should have been a podcast and i'm like yeah now you're getting it now you're getting it. it if it's conversation and then people that relate and empathize listen and then they share, you know what I mean? And then they come on and then they talk to Sherry and say, I heard you. And it just, it travels like a fishnet. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, that's, it's good. You know, conversation is lost, lost a lot of the times. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it is. And, it, yeah. and it sucks, but you know, we don't have that opportunity to do that anymore or face-to-face conversation. But at the same time, it's like, well, podcasting, you know what I mean? Yeah, let's let's start something. Let's start a war. Remember that episode? Let's start a war. Yeah. Well, we're the last free form of uncensored media on the planet. Mm-hmm. Like, can you think of except for maybe ham radios? You know what I mean? And even yeah. those things are like digitalized nowadays. But yeah. podcasts, you can say whatever you want. And I just think it's important to say something meaningful. I mean, yeah. there was a point where podcasts were about dicks and farts and about our drugs and what we did and just laughing. But then all of a sudden, everybody else got censored, and it was like up to us. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Ant, like Ant Man, the reluctant, reluctant superhero. We had to take on a different form, and I just think that's important. It is. It is. It, conversation brings people together. Obviously, we all know this, and mm-hmm. and it's whether it be good or bad reaction, it's it's still a reaction, yeah. and that's what we try to do. You know, we try to get you to think. Think for yourself. I mean, shit, don't take my opinion for, you know, for anything because the only person that matters to is obviously is going to be me, you know, whether I side with you or whether I, you know, I don't. The thing is, is I got you thinking or we got you thinking or Public mm-hmm. Access America's got you thinking about the other side, the other point that we're trying to make, the other point that someone else is trying to make, the other side of the coin that somebody's flipped and you've already got the other side. Yeah. And take a step back you know and 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 think about it yeah think well, they about think they think you're angry angry and you think they're angry and we're all just frustrated you know yeah all of us frustrated together we can be frustrated together yeah. as long as we know how to channel that negative energy into something positive yeah i just yeah. think i think what sucks is like i'm frustrated but why would i shit on you you know yeah. what I mean? It's like yeah. shitting on you isn't the solution to my frustration. Yep. And in fact, I think 
asking you for an umbrella from the shit is, is the best option I have. Right. Like right. bringing people into a tent together to fight the shit, I think makes more sense than like isolating and being, it's me alone taking on the shit. <laughs> exactly. Let's see. If we're all getting shit on together, fuck, let's make the best of it. Let's make a shit snowman. You let's know, a shit snowman. <laughs> I think that's President Trump's new campaign slogan. <laughs> Let's make a shit snowman. Vote for me. I'm the shit sandwich. <laughs> oh man, that seems like a giant. I don't even know what to think about the political race going on right now, man. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm so confused. It's like we're choosing. Let's just choose the least creepy, the least. Pedophile? Is that the least? Uh, I don't know, man. I know that you're supposed to respect your president, right? You're supposed to do that, but how are you going? I just don't know how we're going to be able to respect anybody that goes to war with a media outlet, you know, and it just talks shit and tweets, and that's mm. on one side. That's kind of cool. On the other side, it's like, dude, you're a president of a country. You know, we don't have yeah. people in England talking shit about the queen. You just don't do it because you right. respect the queen, right? But the or queen the also respects the people. 100%. You know? And the king of Spain, you know? I mean, you don't hear people talking bad, but you also see that it's a two-way street with respect and love and admiration. And why don't we have that same love and respect and admiration for politicians. Maybe it's because they're all politicians and they're all just trying to grab money for themselves. I, that's the only, th the only thing that I see that causes this hate and discontent between the American people and their American leader, you know, mm -hmm. or the leaders of, of each individual state or break it down even farther, each individual city, each individual town, each individual village, shit, yeah. each individual underpass where all the homeless live. You know? well, there's a hierarchy everywhere you go, and there's not respect. They, well, I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, I was watching TV, and the lady, the Arizona medical exam, I don't know who she was. I mean, it could have been the mayor of Tucson. I think it was the mayor of Tucson, and she was explaining what's going on, and Dude, I literally almost, I almost started crying for her, just hearing the desperation in her voice, you know what I mean? And I, I, can, I can empathize with people that are struggling right now to, to just do what they're doing and not know if a paycheck is going to come or if they're going to be laid off or if they're going to die. People yeah. like the DOT workers that are getting furloughed, you know what I mean? People like the frontline, you know the fucking DoorDash people come to my door and I answer they're halfway down the stairs and I'm like you know you're my hero right <laughs> <laughs> right because they're going to doors and they don't know what's going to open right they have no idea the pizza guy he doesn't know the guy like he's knocks on my door and then runs 10 feet back to see if I have a mask on when I answer it's things like that those people yeah I like to I like to speak enough I like to answer the door with a mask on and nothing else there go ahead go. carry on I, no, I, I wear the mask too. It's just on my penis, you know. It's right, a, right. It's a, it's a pretty, pretty big mask, you know. That's a huge mask. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's huge, a tarp. <laughs> it used to be my ball sling, but I just turned it upside down, you know. I mean? <laughs> but yeah, I think we need to start respecting it. Like the people in Walmart and stuff, man. They're just trying to survive too, you know. 
I don't know. It's it's so tough. We got to start respecting everybody because everybody's got a real shit time going on. But yeah, I mean, I just think I just mm, I I said it on Facebook, and I'm really sorry. If you had voted for Bernie Sanders, we'd have health care by now. And what I don't understand is if you're racist, if you want to destroy the world, if you want the if you want America to go in a totally different direction, wouldn't it be easier with fucking health care? Like, why wouldn't you just Vote for the guy for four years and get your health care, and then then vote somebody else in. But then you have health care. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it sounds like you wanted to vote for Bernie. I just wanted health care. And look, yeah. here's the thing: I have health care. In fact, I have the health care that they want you to be on. You know what I mean? And and so <laughs> I already have it. I'm I'm thinking of you guys. You know what I mean? Like yeah. If you're gonna start a war, Boogaloo Boys, right? Then don't you want fucking health insurance if you're gonna go starting fires and riots? I just don't understand that. Like, yeah. Okay, honestly, the Democrats are offering a lot of stuff, but there needs to be Republicans in there checking it, saying healthcare that's expensive, you know. And then we work it out together. It's just, yes, you know. It's we can't be. It can't be black or white. It has to be that gray when it comes to politics, and that's where we're all fucked up. And I just don't see in the past four years Donald Trump ever saying yes, I'll work with you. Uh-huh. You know, on things that that matter. Things like the anti-corruption bill, HR one. They could have said we don't like this and this, but they said, no, we're just going to block the whole thing. The green new deal. They've never read it. They just said it sucks. Read it. Tell us why it sucks so we can fix it and move on. Cause yep. green is a brand new industry for us. Like we can make money off that right now. Politics is an industry. Green could be an industry. And so it's things like that, that I just, one side isn't working And the other side is trying, and that's why I feel bad for the Democrats. But trust me when I say, when Democrats say, I want to spend $7 billion on something, I'm like, come on, Republican, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I wish they would. You know, could you imagine a better America if both parties worked together? Right. You wouldn't have such such frustration in the American people. That's right. You'd have efficient bills. You'd have efficient running economies. You'd have efficient working america you'd have an efficient running government Mm -hmm. and it's it's i don't know what the problem is or how to fix it i don't have that solution i just can tell you what i wish and i wish that they work together i know the solution it's us it's us it takes it takes three right the democrats the republicans and the americans and the americans haven't paid attention for a long time we just we just haven't, you know, we pay our taxes, we do our jobs, we get mired down in bullshit and they keep us that way. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I, like I said, if they wanted to get drugs or guns off the streets of Chicago, they could, they could very easily say it's a crisis, but they're not. And the reason is because if you're shooting each other and you're not worried about the government, not giving you the money for your school, you're not thinking about potholes on your street that aren't getting fixed. And there's a reason the shit doesn't have to get fixed because you're shooting at each other and nobody wants to go in and fix it. And it's a vicious cycle, but it could be fixed if somebody just put a national guard on the corners and cleaned up, cleaned up. You know, if you just let moms and dads and families and brothers hang out again safely, it will go away. It'll change. 
Yep. You know, it's just people have to get outside and start talking to each other and not shooting each other. And, serious. But they, it could be fixed. Baltimore could have been fixed. It didn't, it didn't need to take Freddie Gray to clean up the fucking place. You know, it yep. didn't need to take, you know, it just didn't need to take these deaths to clean this shit up. You could have yeah, cleaned agreed. it up. But the only time the shit did get cleaned up is when the Americans stood up and said, this sucks. And we yep. just have to keep doing that. We have to keep saying you suck. Just stand there and say, you suck. You know? Yeah. If you, you don't know, agree with it, just say you suck. <laughs> it, it reminds me of the 9-11 pandemic where all the Americans stood unified. You remember that? Mm. Remember the insurgence of pride? The insurgents of people right. lining up to go fight the 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 terrorist war. Everybody right. was proud to be an American. There was everybody was a brother. Everybody was yep. a sister. Everybody was looking out for each other. Everybody was happy, and it was you know sure we saw a a senseless destruction of a building and countless deaths, and you saw police officers and firefighters risking their lives to go in and find these people right. and save these all these people didn't matter what color they were they were all dirty when they were rescued right they were all one color and there's that ashy gray looking color everybody yeah. blue lives firefighter lives the black americans the mexican americans all one color and all dirty ashy yep. with pride Heroes. everybody looking after everybody everybody was in it, it, it was a unified united states and it made me think two things obviously you know of course i'm going to give you two thoughts one was like fuck somebody had the balls to attack us on the united states soil mm -hmm. on american soil you motherfuckers who was it mm -hmm. you know who it was obviously it's a conspiracy theory for another episode uh the second thought was like damn everybody has just joined together come fuck with us Come get some. Come get some. America, come get yeah. some. Yeah. We all had a You want that time. shit on American soil? Come get some. Right. You know what I mean? But, you know, you also have to remember during that time, it was Fox, CNN, MSNBC, all showing pictures of heroes, rescues. Yep. You know, like, you wanted to be those guys. You, yep. wanted to, you wanted to sign up. That's not what the news is like now. I noticed that they're not saying... These, these people are leaving the hospital, you know, surviving Corona. Let's, let's talk to the people that have survived Corona, you know, right. they're getting out. Let's, let's see, let's hear the survivor stories. They're not saying it. It's just all death counts and new, new figures. And I get that we need to know that, but it doesn't have to be 99% of what we listen to. Yeah. You need to, yeah, let's, let's do interviews with the doctors that are working 24 hours a day for like a hundred days in a row. Like exactly get get to those nurses and let them let's make them heroes let's let's hear about these people that are medvacking people across the state you know let's hear about the people that are taking care of the the prisoners in the in the San Quentin epidemic that just broke out in California those people are being chino chino was transferred to San Quentin i think and 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 that busted out a whole corona thing and now prisoners are being shipped all over the state and the, the, the hospitals are working together to take care of prisoners because they're there to pay their debts to, to society, not to die, you know? Right. And yeah. I think it's, that's, that's so cool to me that like, 
you know, I don't know how to explain it. Like a little white nurse is taking care of this big burly tattooed black guy. Like, and that we, all we hear about is that people are so racist and that people are so anti each other, but that's not true. In the hospitals, people are just taking care of everybody and everybody is there getting sick. Like all colors are getting sick and all colors are taking care of them. And it's not racism. Like it's, it's, it's scary. You know, white America is getting together and handling the shit, you know, know how deep it is. We're all coming together despite what the government officials are saying, despite what they're doing, despite what the media is saying. Right. But where's the heroes? That's what I want to know. Who's making anybody a hero in this? Because nobody is making anybody a hero in this. Nope. Nope. It's all villain. It's all villains. All villain. A hundred percent. There's no good guys. There's no good guys. And we need to hear. We need to see that, you know, sure. We, the only, the only relevant or if it's relevant, just, you know, don't, don't fuck with Forrest Gump, but the only good survivor story that I've heard so far has been Tom Hanks, you know? Oh, great. Ooh, cool. You survived the coronavirus. Yeah. It was the worst. Great. Oh, fuck. Okay. But you know what, Tom Hanks, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Don't want to know about Tom Hanks right now. I want to know about Mary Lou down the street. I want to know about Jose across the street. You know, Tom Hanks is a hero because he loved a soccer ball. But let's hear about real people, the teacher, you know, the teachers that are struggling right now to figure out if they even want to go to work. You know, I mean, I I don't I don't know if we're going to have schools next year. You know, I think with this virtual learning, it it was it was uh, rough in the beginning, but it became out successful, you know. Right yeah. towards the right at the end, there's a system everybody knew. My kid knew. My boy was like, Dad, yeah, we're gonna do Zoom call this day. Yeah, I'm so excited. He was excited about it. And right. every day there was a school lesson up on the in the in the Google classrooms and he knew. He knew what he was going to do. And you know, of course that, that human interaction, man, I mean, that's that's the bigger thing. But mm-hmm. I've seen pictures of what it's going to look like and that's six feet apart people you know kids sitting in hula hoops away from their kid their friends and you can't hug you can't high five you can't interact like you used to sitting six feet apart away from everybody and wearing masks all day and Mm -hmm. man it's gonna be rough it's gonna be rough dude yeah, I, I, do, I wanted to ask you how you felt about that, because I don't really, I guess they're trying to force the schools to open up, and schools are trying to figure out how they're going to do it, and I was wondering, I've always wondered why there isn't more home education, you know what I mean? Like, it should be the option, at least. Yeah, yeah virtual classrooms do that. I mean, you know, especially with, you know, underlying issues. I know my boy's got asthma, and he can't really, mm-hmm. you know, he can't wear a mask. You know, he, he's got to... Yeah be able to breathe we've got to be able to see if he's turning blue <laughs> you know you can't see with his you know his little face you know hidden behind a mask you can't see that you know mm. and and we're almost considering keeping him home and doing virtual school you know if that's the if that's a possibility i don't want to keep him home because i don't want to keep him away from his friends and and that interaction of you know just laughing and and having a good time and then coming home and telling me these outlandish stories that you're like you did what? A Bigfoot? <laughs> What's a Bigfoot doing in school? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's those things that I just, you know, I, I just, you know, it's good to hear. 
it's so good to hear and in our yeah. teachers you know i just you know i just hope that they're they're supporting whatever plan they can come up with you know and it's, it's just going to be rough it's going to be a rough way of life i mean it's, it's just norm. one it's just one year it's not forever right that's what we're hoping right but what if this is the new norm you know what is it taiwan and and another country in 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 asia is has got masks on a regular basis you know what if that's going to mm-hmm. be the new norm you know well COVID, covid won't be the new norm but masks might be you know what i mean yeah yeah that might settle in yeah next- i mean I, I just think it's like the homeless people if you break the homeless people oh. down then it's suddenly how many people actually need to be homeless and it's like 5,000 out of 21,000. I think like who doesn't have to send their kids to school, right? Uh, and then uh, and then whoever has to send their kids to school deal with that amount of kids. Don't plan on a million kids going to school if half of them don't have to go, you know? They could do it virtually. They can. I just think that the, the downside of that virtual schooling is going to be you know, that lack of human interaction. They're not yeah. going to be able to, like I said, they're not going to be able to hang out with their friends. They're not going to be able to high five. They're not going to be able to hug. Right. You know? well, for, I think for a year, if you, if you maintain and get rid of this thing, then it's only for a year. But if we just keep letting it fester, it's going gonna, it's gonna to become normal. It's going to be our bread, our grain, our, you know, yeah. our, our new, um, I don't know, like cholesterol. Hey Sean, how you doing? Hey guys, doing well. What's up there, Echo Three One? What's going down? <laughs> <laughs> uh,